Hi, I'm Connie, and this is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, where I explore, sometimes solo and often with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life. And today, we're going on scary territory for some of you. We are talking about tracking and understanding our business metrics. But worry not, here too we can start small and with a few minutes a day or even a few minutes a week. So stay tuned. Welcome, my friend, and thank you for allowing me back into your ears. How are you doing today? This is episode number 83 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, and we're talking today about an area of our business that many people dread, metrics, tracking and understanding them. But don't turn off. We're showing you a way to make it very unscary and even fun. Before we get into it, please subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode. And I have some very interesting guests lined up and also some solo episodes coming up. So you don't want to miss any of it. Please subscribe. (laughs) As business owners, we have to track and understand our metrics. But a lot of you roll your eyes or your face falls asleep when you just hear the word metrics or you don't even know what it is. You dread it and you find it a boring task that you want to have nothing to do with. (laughs) This is what my guest Caroline O'Brien and I want to change with this conversation because we can make looking at metrics more comfortable and even fun by visualizing them on a dashboard. Since finance metrics are some of the most important metrics a business owner needs to track right from the start, and that's one of my specialties, I wanted to really have this conversation with Carolyn and help you see how you too can move from chaos to peace with metrics and how it can be fun. We talk about what exactly are metrics, why do we need to track and understand them, how visualizing metrics makes people more comfortable looking at them and takes the negative feelings out of tracking them, and how metrics help you find more clarity in your business and make decisions so much easier. (laughs) Okay, I hope I convinced you to at least listen. Without further ado, let's jump into this conversation. Welcome, Carolyn. I'm so excited that you're on the show today. And we had already such a good conversation. So how are you today? I am awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. And like we were just saying, we just kind of met, but we feel like we've known each other forever already. So I'm excited to be here. It's really funny because it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me all about your uh, life. Yeah. Yeah, so my listeners were not in in this conversation. So tell us a little bit, who is Carolyn when she's not working? Like when she's not helping people with metrics, who who are you? What what drives you? What gets you up there? Yeah, so a bit of my background, um, I'm from the the East Coast of the U.S. originally. So I lived in, I grew up in Connecticut. I lived in New York City for a number of years and worked in corporate. So I kind of have that corporate New York City background. And um, my my then boyfriend and I at the time realized that we didn't want to live in New York City forever. 
Uh, and so we wanted to make a change. So we moved out to Denver, Colorado. Um, and that's when I started my own business, essentially. Um, so we have a, a giant golden doodle named Murph. He's 100 pounds, um, but he's the friendliest dog you'll ever meet. Um, and then, you know, outside of work, we love to get out in the mountains, be outside. That's kind of the, the huge benefit of living in Colorado is that there's mountains not too far away. Uh, and we love to get out there and, and visit different mountain towns, hike and, and really just explore. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm here in Vancouver. We have mountains too, and it's uh, it's really awesome. Mountains are awesome. I, I used to live um, somewhere where there was no mountains, and I didn't think I would miss them, but then I noticed I missed them, so I moved back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so great to be able to have it, especially after living in New York City, where there's no mountains that close by, um, yeah. and just seeing the mountains. I love just like looking at them and being able to see them even from a distance. It makes such a difference um, when you go outside and, and you see nature like that. Yeah, it actually really does. I noticed that for myself, and I never thought before, like I said, that I would really miss them, but I actually did. And so, yeah, now Vancouver has the good thing that we have the beaches and the mountains. <laughs> I know. I love Vancouver. Uh, I visited there a couple of years ago, and, and it has like the best of all worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somehow it does. <laughs> but we do have a lot of rain, so you have to be uh, happy with the rain. Can't yes. have it all. Exactly. Yeah, so you said you started your business when you moved to Denver, Colorado. So now you're a little bit like me. You're helping people with something that, that they're dreading. No, so tell yeah. us a little bit how. So how did you yourself figure out that you needed to help people with metrics, and how do you yourself? For yeah. Yourself? So when I first started my business, I started as um, a certified online business manager. So I went through the online business manager certification and started working with clients in that capacity. And I was working with clients in the six and seven figure revenue range. And as an OBM, there's a lot of things that you're responsible for. Team management, project management, overall systems and processes, and metrics and reporting. And so as I started working with these clients, some of them maybe were, were you know, tracking some numbers. Some of them weren't at all. Um, and I started to look at the different systems and realize that there's all these great software systems, especially in this online course industry and business, but you don't always get all of the metrics you need to track directly from those systems. Like it takes a bit of manipula manipulation um, in order to understand what's actually happening. And so as I was working with the clients and understanding how they were tracking numbers and metrics, and then how they were looking at them, I realized there was this big gap between what they were pulling, what they were looking at, and then how they were actually making decisions based on those numbers. So I, I wanted to figure out a way for us to use the numbers more because there's all of this great data, but no one was really using it and looking at it on a regular basis. It was either not being done at all, or it was just like sitting in the background that someone pulled, but like no one was actually looking at it. So I came across this software called Google Data Studio, which is a free dashboard system. And I basically taught myself how to use it and started creating these custom dashboards for clients um, and then systems and processes to go along with it to have the team pull data and then incorporating that into weekly meetings so that we're looking at data on a regular basis. And I realized that a lot of people aren't doing it. And they're either scared to look at numbers, yeah. they get anxious when looking at numbers and spreadsheets, and the dashboards kind of eliminated that fear, or at least that initial fear, 
And it got people excited to look at things, to be able to visually see them in a dashboard. And so that's how I realized that there was kind of this need to not only understand the importance of metrics, but also be able to visualize it in a graphical way to make people feel comfortable looking at it. Yeah, I can see that because like I come also from a corporate world like long time ago and um, and and more finance than processes, but also processes. I did a lot there too. And when you're coming then as a, into smaller businesses, there, a lot of people are at, have such an aversion to anything that looks yes. like data or, or figures or metrics or whatever. Yep. So let's define metrics maybe for people who are um, not from the corporate world. Yep. So let's define a little bit what you track or what you suggest that people track. Um. Yeah, so metrics is, is basically any type of figure or number that you can pull from a specific part of a business to track what's happening. So it's kind of a broad definition, um, but when you think about it, there's metrics in every part of the business. And I think that's why people feel overwhelmed is because if they don't know where to start, it just seems like there's too much. And so if I'm just getting started with someone, the first thing you need to track is like money metrics. So like if you're running a business, you need to know the money coming in, the money going out, and at least have a baseline understanding of that. So revenue, sales, number of sales, refunds, failed payments, like expenses, like those are baseline of getting started. Mm -hmm. And then I always say like, once you feel comfortable with that, then you can move on to like the other marketing metrics in the business. So like how many people are landing on your website or your page, how many people are moving to the next step and then the next step. And, and I think if you just take it step by step, it becomes less overwhelming for people because you Mm -hmm. kind of take one section at a time of your business and then start tracking it. And there's no need to do everything at once. I always say that, you know, I've been working with some clients for years and we're still adding new things to track or to look at or to look at things in different ways. So don't feel like you have to start with like the full puzzle. Just start with a small section. Yeah, I often feel like if you even would start with the full puzzle, you're actually tripping yourself up. And and because yes. it's, it's similar, like with with uh, when I help people get decluttered and organized and we're also putting in uh, habits and systems and and procedures and stuff like that. Everybody always thinks like overnight they have to have the full Cadillac package. And that actually usually doesn't work. A, we don't really know what are the ones that they in their specific situation need to actually track, which one is the most important one for them. And also we can't go from zero to 200 overnight. Mm -mm. (laughs) It doesn't work. Exactly. That's what I like about what you say. We start small. Yeah, it's the same concept, like I say. And I guess because I from from finance, as I come from finance, so you talk with people about numbers and they constantly say, oh, no, that's my bookkeeper. I don't want to know anything about it. What they don't understand is the bookkeeper basically just records what happened already. But but then you still don't take advantage from this like you pay the bookkeeper then maybe you you get the tax return done but you could get so much more value out of these numbers actually than um than not but yeah I think a lot of business owners sometimes feel lost as to like what's my next step how do I do better right I want to reach this goal how do I get there and if you're not looking at numbers it's total guesswork Like you could just be guessing that this part of your business is or isn't working and it could be the complete opposite. But if you're not looking at the numbers, it's, it's actually guesswork of like what you should actually do. And so 
that's, I think the value of it is once you get kind of like your business mapped out in terms of the metrics that you're tracking, it really tells you what you need to do. So, you know, maybe you think you have enough people or leads coming into your business or showing interest, but if you start to look at it on a weekly basis, like it might be totally different than what you think, or maybe your conversion rate for people opting in is higher than you thought, which is awesome or lower than you thought. And now you can focus on that conversion rate to get more people to opt in to whatever funnel or, or program or, you know, uh, resource you have available to them. And so I think that metrics can, can give you a lot of answers, especially if you kind of feel like you don't know what to do next. Yeah. Directions, I would think. Exactly. Directions. And it's the same with finances too. It's like with finances, I often see people just do bank balance <laughs> decision-making, you know, like, oh, yeah, I have the money in the bank so I can spend it. But then they're forgetting that that money in the bank was maybe already allocated. Maybe not for like right. not consciously, but they already signed up for all kinds of other stuff and that money was actually needed. And that's when when it gets really scary. And that's why yep. metrics are, are so important. Yeah, I love what you're doing, that you're trying to make it more accessible, especially for these people who have such a aversion against it, which I often feel like they only have it because they never really, really look into it, like with the also yeah. with the right person, possibly. Yeah, I think that looking at numbers on a spreadsheet can be like a lot for some people, even yeah. for myself. Like if I just see a spreadsheet with rows and rows and rows of data, it's hard to actually figure out like what's happening. And so if you can visualize it, a graph is a lot easier to see differences and changes over time than yeah. just looking at a spreadsheet. So I think that helps people. And one of the other things I've found is that it takes the emotion out of making some of these business decisions. Mm -hmm. And so some people may feel like nervous about what they're doing or may have, you know, some emotions tied up in certain aspects of their business. Like they really want this website to work or they really want this page to work. And without looking at numbers, it's, it's really just an, an emotional feeling. Like it's, it's not the, the reality of what's happening. And so I think just if you, if you realize you can look at the numbers and take the emotion out of, out of it, it helps move businesses along. Yeah. So do you feel like what you're offering, like, like a lot of people, when they start with their business, they're still like financially on a tight budget. So they really can't, or they feel they can't enlist experts in helping them with, with these numbers. Do you feel like they can start DIY, let's say like somewhere in from your perspective? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's a lot of ways to organize Excel spreadsheets, Google Sheets, and make them really complicated. But there's no need to do that starting out. And even for myself, I set up like the most simple Google Sheet possible to track data because I don't really want to look at the Google Sheet to analyze. I then look at the visual representation of the Google Sheet through a dashboard. And so Honestly, the way I set up, you know, uh, metrics tracking sheets is really the date is in that first left-hand column. All the metrics I want to track are in that first row along the top. And then data is just entered in. And mm. if you just get started looking at the money metrics, and it's only a couple data points that you're pulling on a weekly basis, and then you can grow from there. But it's absolutely something that you can DIY to start. And then you'll feel more comfortable kind of understanding. And, and as a business owner or CEO of a business, you really should know those numbers yourself, yeah. even before you enlist help. 
Yeah. And I feel often too, is like, and, and I'm like, I'm the queen of spreadsheets. So I have no problem with spreadsheets technically, but it's a difference whether somebody else created the spreadsheet or I created the spreadsheet. And what I see often what people struggle with is they're taking over a spreadsheet from somebody that build it and but it doesn't work the way their brain works and so they can't really follow it and that's when they're getting overwhelmed and that's when they're not tracking at all exactly so I like what you're saying and I'm actually that way too I say create the most simple thing that works for you and that you understand and once you do that you can start maybe with the help of somebody who is more so advanced or sophisticated and build this up to a, a, a bigger thing. But because you were at the beginning and at the base and the foundation, you will understand it way better than if you come to a finished thing and trying to kind of like, oh my God. It looks exactly. I always say, you know, we want to focus on the money metrics first for a business, yeah. but then start tracking what makes the most sense to you. Yes, and so, exactly. you know, if, if one part of your business is, is really easy for you to understand and those metrics you get, just start with that and then you can continue to grow. Starting with something is better than not having anything at all. So just start with what feels comfortable and, and set up a system that, that works for you and your business. And so how do you get the people to actually do it then? Because that is often <laughs> also like a little bit like then they understand yep. and they th they understand why it's important and they understand that it doesn't take a lot of time every week and they're still not doing it sometimes. Yeah. You know, do you have any tips on how people can get over this resistance of actually doing it? Yeah. So I think you need a process that works for you. So the thing that I found to be easiest is tracking numbers on a weekly basis. Like every Monday morning, you're just going to go in and pull the numbers and drop them into the spreadsheet, right? And then you can set aside time to maybe like look at them later in the week if you have more time then. But like Monday morning is just like, to me, the simplest time you get into a habit of doing it, of like looking what happened the prior week. So I always track data from Monday to Sunday um, and then each week just pull it. And that's another thing where you can take it one step at a time is start with weekly when you feel comfortable with that, then look at monthly numbers, then look at quarterly numbers, but just start with weekly data. I, for the most part, don't think pulling numbers daily is necessary unless you're in a really big launch or promotion and you need to make sure like the back end and the technology is working and there's not like an error somewhere. But like yeah. weekly, I think is the place to start. And I think if you use a project management tool, have a task assigned to yourself to just be able to pull the numbers every Monday morning. If people have assistance or virtual assistance, a lot of times they can help out with this. You know, for one of my clients at this point, we pull a ton of data, you know, multiple spreadsheets, but we've worked up to this over two years and the virtual assistant helps us pull it. And it takes her an hour every week. That's it to pull all of the numbers. And we're talking about a ton of data points. And so it may feel like a lot for people and heavy to get started, but when you actually sit down and do it, it doesn't take as long as you think as soon as you get into the habit of it. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like people, they start their business so that their business grows. No, but then they're kind of not 
taking the driver's seat. That's kind of what yep. I feel sometimes. They're like, yeah, I want the, the business to grow, but I don't want to have anything to do with this. It's almost like they want to have a self-driving business. Exactly. <laughs> it work that way. Although they have no. now then soon the self-driving cars or they have them already kind of. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they want. But I feel like you can take so much power back instead of just floating somewhere in the air not knowing what's going on you actually take back your the reins if you want to look at that or, or the wheel and um look at these numbers make decisions from there you, instead of just some gut decisions you actually have some real data exactly yeah i mean think about it i think one of the things i hear people talk about all the time is i don't know what freebie or lead magnet to offer I don't know, you know, what to do, or I have all of these like different ideas, but I don't know what, if you start tracking data to see how many people are landing on the page, how many people are opting in, it gives you the answer. It tells you what's working and what's not working. So it takes like a lot of the struggle of like emotionally trying to figure out what's best because you have the numbers in front of you. And so that's how you can really take control and it makes decision-making easier actually, because you have a, the data behind it yeah and i would i would think too it's say or not think too i know for myself it's just sometimes <laughs> hard to convince people but it saves you time too like they all just feel like oh my god I, ha I don't have time every week to do this but yes you do because you save so much time later on by a like what you just said not guessing and b too is like especially with financial numbers if you go by what the bank account says and then later on you're you're all of a sudden realizing maybe you have a gap or you have a big hole but a bill to pay and then you you use so much time to scramble around trying to figure out a solution that you could have prevented when when you actually looked at your numbers and exactly and you know a lot of times people offer payment plans and so typically payment plans are more popular than paying in full just because it gives people more flexibility and so if you're only looking at your number of sales come in and you're looking at like the total sales figure, including future payments, and you're not comparing it to the revenue, like the cash received, then you may have no idea like how many failed payments are actually happening. Yeah. Like you could, 50% of people may not actually be paying in full for what they purchased. And if you're not tracking it, you have no way to combat that and then potentially fix it. And same yeah. thing with refunds. It's great if you're selling a hundred items, let's say, if 95 of those are ending up in a refund, then there's probably something you have to fix. So true. But um, I still feel like it's really an up, uphill battle to, um, to help people with that. And so that's why I like how you make it like visually. So um, yeah. I think in the show notes of this podcast episode, we will put a, a, an image of an example sure. dashboard from you so that people understand how visually pleasing that it actually looks and that it's actually fun to look at something like this and motivate yeah. people more to look at that. And the great thing about the dashboards is you can customize them to be, you know, whatever you want, right? So you can remove certain aspects, you can add aspects, you can put it in your own brand colors, which sounds like a tiny thing, but it makes a big difference when you're looking at something on a weekly basis. Like you want it to feel customized to your business. I've had clients that I've worked with that like hated numbers. Now they love looking at the dashboards. Mm -hmm. Like they love seeing it and they love seeing the growth of their business and, and being able to look at the metrics in a way that makes sense to them. Whereas they refuse to look at a spreadsheet beforehand. It's now in our weekly process to review the dashboards. We don't even open up the spreadsheets. It's just the dashboards we're looking at and makes a huge difference. 
Yeah, I think that's the, the, the main message that we want to get across. And also when you said the brand colors um, make a huge difference, and I can totally see that because that's how we feel it's our own and that's start, how we start caring as some psychology behind it, which helps you then to be more eager to, to actually also do the things that are maybe not so exciting. Like it's not really exciting to put some numbers into a spreadsheet, but it is exciting afterwards to see what these numbers actually mean so yeah exactly and the beauty of these spreadsheets is that as soon as they're set up they auto update as soon as the numbers are entered in so you know there's an initial setup but then from there the data is entered in the sheet and maybe you're doing it yourself maybe you have someone helping you but then you can take control of analyzing it in a visual way that makes that makes sense yeah. So where can people find you if they're interested now to, like we put one example in my show notes, but you probably have more. Where would you want them to go? Yeah. So um, I have a, um, a course called Metrics Mastery that basically explains how to set up these dashboards and the data collection sheets. And it comes with templates for all of these things to basically give people a head start. And so if this is something they know they have to do, but they don't know where to get started, this kind of gives them a shortcut. And so that is called metricsuccess.com. People can go there and find Metrics Mastery. And then otherwise, my regular website is carolynobrienobm.com. And I'm on Instagram at uh, Carolyn O'Brien Strategist. So I'm sure we'll include all of those uh, in the show notes in case uh, people didn't grab them from the audio. Yes, definitely. It's always everything is in the show notes. Yeah. And so we any last words of wisdom, not that we haven't talked about it, but you have anything else? Maybe I didn't ask something you wanted to talk about or any last other words? I would just say that the best way to move forward is to start small. So just start somewhere and then grow from there. You know, in terms of the numbers you're tracking, the Google sheet or the Excel sheet you're setting up, how often you're looking at the data and then setting goals for the business. And so each of those things, you can really start from a, you know, a beginner perspective and grow from there. And I think that's the best way to not get overwhelmed. Yeah. A few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. It's literally. Exactly. I love that. (laughs) Well, Caroline, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this topic. If people, if people, if we could get people to get more excited about it, and I think maybe we have managed that, then uh, that's a good thing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Okay, my friend, that was my conversation with business strategist and OBM, Carolyn O'Brien. I hope we could inspire you to start looking at your metrics by starting very small, maybe even only tracking one metric, revenue, I would suggest, in your business. If you find value with what Carolyn and I were talking about, please share it with your business besties, because if you find value in it, they will too. If you want to find out more about Carolyn's metric dashboard, you find all the links of the things we were talking about in the show notes and the show notes you find at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash 83. That is conigraph, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 83. Thank you for joining me today and listening all the way to the end. If you struggle with clutter in your home, office, files, or finances, please sign up for a complimentary clutter clarity chat. I would love to tell and show you how I can help. 
You can find the scheduling link in the show notes. Have a beautiful and amazing week and please subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you next week. Take good care and be safe.